Well, hey there. This is Jim. And I was just thinking. Decided to do a, uh, a quarantine check-in. Since basically anybody who's listening to this is dealing with the coronavirus in some shape, matter, or form. So first of all, let's get the important stuff out of the way. I hope you and your family are doing well right now. Um, Hopefully none of you are directly impacted in that you or your family have the virus. It's my actual hope that everybody listening to this podcast and everybody you know and everybody that knows who you know in about a month from now we'll all be able to look back at this and go wow wasn't this an incredible overreaction what a bunch of morons we were because that would definitely be the the good outcome right we can look back and go yeah much ado about nothing rather than a month from now going, holy crap, we may be doing this for months. So, nobody knows. If you might find somebody who does, feel free to ignore them, because they don't. Nobody knows what's going to happen yet. We're still dealing with it in China. And this is where it originated from. So... It's not going to go away tomorrow. That's probably the only thing you can say, so. But for those of us who are quarantined, well, you need to be careful with the lingo, so. For those of us who have been told that we have to stay home, even though we're otherwise healthy, Quarantine does mean that you have symptoms. Um, there is some good news, right? I mean, if you're not sick now, and you don't already have the virus, if you stay home, you will continue to not be sick. And you will never get this. And this for you will be a terrible, terrible overreach. Which, as I discussed earlier, is good news. that's kind of a cool thing. You'll definitely save money on gas. My wife and I are split down the middle in our house. So my wife is clinical. So she works in a pharmacy. So she has to go to work. So she's one of those folks that has to show up every day. So she'll be going to work. Whereas while I teach, I'll be going to work, but I'll be doing it from my house. So I'll be teaching remotely. Because that was the decision my employer made. So, we're kind of split down the middle on that one. But since we both commute from our house in Southern Pennsylvania, 50 miles down to Baltimore for work, 
that means our gas bill, for as long as this goes, just got cut in half. So that is a good thing. More money for something else. <clears throat> so, and if you were somebody who had always kind of planned for the unknown, so you have, you know, two to three weeks of food already in your house, well, more good news. You're ahead of the curve, right? You've got time for the supply chains to get caught up with the demand so that when you actually need to go to the grocery store and get food and supplies, it should be there. So, now, if you weren't, well, it's still good news. You just got a, a quick lesson that it's better to be ready and be proactive than reactive. If you're stuck in reactive mode right now, you won't do that again, will you? If nothing else, this just taught you to be proactive in the future. Not a bad life lesson. So still a good thing. Of course, if you're like my wife, who has to go to work, well, you got good news, don't you? As far as work goes, your life is somewhat unchanged. You're still going, doing what you normally do, right? Obviously more precautions, so you don't get, end up getting sick from this virus or the flu which, by the way, is still very much going around. I saw a uh, statistic yesterday that was only accurate for yesterday when I saw it. So, could be totally inaccurate today. But in my state, we have tested um, just under 4,000 people so far. And so far, For every one person that comes back with a positive test for the coronavirus, there are 10 people who come back negative. And of course, all these people who are getting tested right now are doing so because they have symptoms. So, the reason why I say, he, Beware the flu, you know? I mean, if, you know, there's 10 people with symptoms, but coronavirus negative, for every one person that's coronavirus positive, um, that means there's still a lot of people dealing with the flu or a cold or some sort of other illness that you could still get. So don't overlook that. Don't overlook that. So, so there you go. So your gas, your gas bill didn't go down if you're going to work, but your traffic pattern just did. 
be a lot easier to get to work than it was before. Parking's gonna be easier, right? Not everybody in the hospitals has to go to work. Clinical folks do, but you know, clerical folks, they're all going home. You know, they're not all staying on, on staff. So your doctor's offices, all these people who otherwise would be parking at your hospital or your medical center, they're all home. So better parking. And being on the front lines, you're definitely gonna be uh, less tempted to be looking at the news and social media for the constant drip, drip, drip of information. Some of it accurate, some of it wildly inaccurate. Because you're too busy working. So that's good news. It's good for your sanity. And of course, you won't be cooped up in your house like a caged animal. So that's good news. So, you know, whichever way you look at it, there is good news to be found. Um, so, <clears throat> and I certainly hope that uh, wherever you find yourself on this planet with this disease, that it leaves your area precipitously. That would be quickly for those of you playing in Solve. Yeah, precipitously, quickly, too sweet, au français. Ha <laughs> ha! So, yeah. All right, so as you can hear, I've got my little gym boss going. I'm back to 45.15s for runs now. So we're gonna shift away from coronavirus and actually talk about running, which is what this podcast is supposed to be about. So I have to kind of make a little bit of a swerve back to coronavirus. Of course, to mention that if you have a race between now and May 1st, no, you don't. Not in my country, you don't. No, you don't. It's, it's, it's postponed or it's outright canceled. Of course, the big ones like uh, the Boston Marathon, um, uh, you know, they're all, they're all moved to the fall now. So that'll be, that'll be unique to watch people running through the streets of Boston in October rather than on tax day, which in my country now got moved to, yeah, May, excuse me, June, July the 15th. Yeah. Yep, which I'm not up on my French history, but either the 14th or the 15th of July, I think it's the 14th, is Bastille Day. Yes. So, so if you uh, remember your French 
history from school, or in the words of Megamind, shul. Yeah. So we storm the Bastille this year, and then we pay our taxes. We revolt, and then we knuckle under and pay Uncle Sam our tax money. Interesting turn of events. There you go. Kind of a, hell no, we won't pay. Death to the king. And then following tomorrow morning, here's my tax money. Thank you. So, there you go. So, I would have been training for the dismal swamp stomp. But that race got outright canceled. So they will not be holding that race until next year. I had an option uh, to uh, defer to next year, provided I wanted to pay them money to do that, which I don't. I've already paid them money to do a race that they're canceling and not refunding for. So the other option which I chose to go ahead and run the distance here in my neck of the woods, although I'm no longer in the woods now, I've left the woods. Um, So maybe my neck of the farmland, that's where I am. And then just email them my results and then they will mail me my shirt and my medal. So that's what I opted to do. Um, But to be quite honest, I just cannot get jazzed about a virtual race. I I just can't. I mean, they're good ideas, definitely helpful in times like this. But, you know, for things like PRs and stuff like that, I can't get jazzed about a race that I'm doing by myself and not competing with anybody within six feet of me, right? So, I've really just kind of scaled back my training to uh, basically just be, roll my hat up a little bit, it was a lot windier yesterday when I wore my winter gear, so not as windy today, so that's good news. I'll expose my ears, so they're a little bit cooler. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm really just out here running for the sake of liking to run, so I'm not really doing any half marathon training as it were, I'm really just basically running out here just to make sure that I stay healthy enough to be able to do a 13.1 mile run what two weeks just under two weeks from this taping this is uh march the 22nd i'm taping this on so pardon a second here Uh, one more here That wasn't a uh, wasn't a particularly manly 
Hawk Tui, like my buddy uh, Chris Russell does. That, that boy has got probably the coolest spitting sound. You know, literally sounds like you should be hearing like metal shattering, you know, after he's done, you know, you should hear like, you know, because it's hit with so much force or, uh, you know, the cartoon, uh, the cartoon uh, ricochet sound, you know, and you hear ping. It's that kind of a hawk tui. It's just, I don't think that's exactly what's happening when he expectorates, but gosh darn it, it sounds like it does. So, it definitely records well. So, kudos to you, my brother. Kudos to you on that. That's definitely not a girly man spit. So, there you go. Anyway, what else? What else? What else? So, well, let's take a little tailwind hydration break. I'm going to take a full minute. So, my 15 second walk, and then I'll walk the 45 second run segment. Make sure I hydrate properly. Still important, even if it's cold, which it is today. Made a recording for some friends of mine on another podcast, the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. It's actually a vlog video submission for them. Um, show them I'm still in full winter gear, even though down in southwest Florida, I think, what is it, like 85 for you guys today? My uncle, uh, who lives in Orlando, told me they're looking at the 90s for the near future. And he is sweating, pun intended, his current forecast. It's going to be so warm. So, there you go. We're going by a Bradford pear that's in full bloom right now. Not familiar with the Bradford pear. It's an ornamental tree. Doesn't actually produce fruit, but it does produce a low tide fish odor. Anybody who has Bradford pear, and I know y'all do, down in Arkansas, because I saw them last year when I was there in early March. And they were in bloom then. And the low tide fish smell was there with them. <coughs> but there you go. Um what else? What else? Um so yeah so so my next actual race is now not until Halloween, which is the uh, Swamp Rabbit Marathon. So, right now, that's my only 
actual race for 2020. Um, I'm gonna hock to it here. Um, I, uh, I have thought of signing up to do the virtual for Jeff Galloway, but I'm now doing a virtual for my actual race that was going to happen this spring, so I don't really feel like doing two virtuals, so my, uh, my, uh, my streak for Mr. Galloway and his half marathon ends, ends this year, so we'll not be doing anything that'll give me credit for 2019, which is what the virtual does. He just always extends it out into April. Some years later in April than others, but... So, yeah. So, my, uh... My streak of, uh... Jeff Galloway's will end at five. That's fine. I'm okay with it. I've done longer streaks. I did seven. Boilermaker 15Ks in a row. So... And that streak ended for me back in 2012, so, you know, go back seven years, and you know when my first one was. So, um, yep. And I'm sure with all the stuff being reorganized at the front half of this year, <coughs> the back half of my year is going to look very different, so... I think while Mr. Galloway is doing his race again, I will once again be in Florida with my wife. I'm anxious to get back to West Central Florida because we really, really liked it. We were supposed to go to uh, extreme southeast Georgia, so coastal Georgia, about an hour north of my buddy Mr. Twiggs in Jacksonville. We're going to go to the Golden Isles of Georgia. Jekyll Island, St. Simons Island, Brunswick, Little St. Simons. Check that area out. Go further north, about an hour again. Check out Savannah. Go about two hours north and check out um, Charleston, but it has been one thing or another this year, so we have not done any of that, so I have a feeling we'll do some of it in October, I think the plan right now is to get some time off at the end of October. And uh, uh, when I travel down to Greenville, which is where the Swamp Rabbit Marathon's gonna be, my wife will be in tow. And uh, we'll check out Greenville. And then, and that's a Saturday race. And then on Sunday, after church, 
we'll hop in our car and then either travel down to lowland um, South Carolina and check out Charleston or potentially Savannah or potentially the Golden Isles or potentially just make the drive south and hang out for a couple days in West Central Florida somewhere around the Dunedin area so we won't know until later this is definitely going to be a year of surprises and I think I just came up with my title for this so yep it's a little bit of work stuff for you so of course I teach I teach at a very large hospital in Baltimore that you've probably heard of and I teach people how to use the electronic health record so I train people to use computer program known as epic which is epic in many ways so hmm. I'm coming up with the hot to today um so yeah so we have that um we have of course as we do every summer at the end of june when our brand new residents show up who all need training so hopefully we're done doing this cv19 nonsense by then i'm hopeful that we will be but like i said earlier nobody knows and that includes me um that means we'll be busy doing that shortly after that we have to get our hospital down in florida because we have a hospital part of our enterprise yeah just like Star Trek enterprise um, that's going live with our computer system so I may be making one maybe making several trips down to south south central Florida in summer and early fall order to assist those folks so of course after that it's back up here and we've got my marathon I get to go do some sort of mini vacation with my wife and then before you know it we're talking about Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. And just like that, we're talking about 2021. It all happens that fast, doesn't it? So, yeah. So there you go. All right. So that's my check-in. It should be long enough for a show for people who are stuck at home to listen to. Or if you... Uh, listen to this while you run or well I come on I do I listen to this in the car usually not my particular show obviously that would be a little bit um, uh, 
you know, obscene to spend time listening to myself talk. Um, don't have a, I don't have a perchance to do any of that. Once was enough. I'm good with the live version. Um, but uh, yeah, I usually listen to podcasts on my my long drive down to Baltimore, but those will be uh, long stay at homes in South Central Pennsylvania. So for the foreseeable future. So there it is. So of course the other good news with all of this is uh, got no excuse to get out and run. Right? To not get out and run, I should say. Right? Don't have to worry about getting home from work so late that I can't get outside. Because work doesn't normally start for me until 8. So I can always get the run in before work. And I can always get the run in after work. Because of course, since it's a virtual teaching, and I don't need to have a camera on. I can be dressed and ready to go in my running clothes while I teach. So as soon as I turn my computer off, boom, out the door. So, perspective, folks, it's all how you look at it. So, stay healthy, stay sane, stay hopeful. For this too shall pass. Hopefully sooner rather than later for all of our benefits. But it will pass. All these things do go away. None of these have ever stuck around forever. So stay hopeful. Stay sane. Stay safe. And see you next time I record. Take care.